0: Welcome back to Joygasm where we talk about video games, movies, and <laughs> that's right, pop culture. I'm Ross Xbox Live Toaster 360, and with me is my Fort Big Newton, Steve, Xbox Live Steve, as we tomfoolery our way through episode 58 today, February 9th. 2018. To get the most out of Joygasm, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Just do a search for Joygasm TV. In addition to iTunes and Android, you can listen to our podcast on TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and SoundCloud.com slash Joygasm TV. Also for exclusive access and some sweet, tasty goodies, check us out at Patreon.com slash Joygasm. And no matter which platform you use to enjoy the show, please drop us a subscription, thumbs up, or a review. It helps us build awareness, which we appreciate very much. We have so many events that have transpired over this past week, and I, for one, am giddy to blab about each. every one of them gaming news includes yuji naka leaving sega and joining another gaming studio the xbox game pass overwatch year of the dog anthem getting delayed red dead redemption 2 also getting delayed and gigantic getting shut down unfortunately Movie news includes the Deadpool 2 trailer, the Han Solo movie trailer, the Venom teaser trailer, and of course the Mission Impossible Fallout trailer. And we have some technology news in the form of SpaceX with their most recent launch. Our topic of the day is the Super Bowl commercials. But first things first, Steve, what up? Touchdown. (laughs) It's good.
1: (laughs) The laces were out. They're out! All right, it's good. We're awesome doing okay. We got the uh, the bowl of the super uh, finished up, and uh, we got the Olympics going on. I know? know. A lot of gaming stuff. You this, know? this
0: week has just been chock full of stuff. Chock full of stuff indeed. Stuffings. <laughs> Stocking stuffing, turkey stuffing.
1: Uh, Not quite, right. No, no. No, 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 that stuffing's gone stale by now.
0: So were you surprised that the Eagles won the Super Bowl? I was
1: rooting for the Eagles. I wasn't that surprised. I thought, you know what, Tom Brady, uh, he's got got his day. You know, it's time to pass the torch. It's time for somebody else to to win the Super Bowl. You know, Uh it can't always be the Patriots.
0: Yeah, I was not sure what was going to happen just because the the Patriots have won 5 Super Bowls and seeing them come, like you know come out there again, I thought, well, I guess there's a very good chance they could win number 6, but actually the the Super Bowl itself really was a pretty close match throughout the whole entire game. I mean, there really wasn't that many punts that took place and both teams were just were just really fighting for it. And it just so happens that the Philadelphia Eagles won. So of course the uh lovely folks from the Philly area have a lot to celebrate about.
1: I'd say so, Russ. And uh the Eagles never really I don't know, they they they, they kept their energy level high throughout the entire game, which I thought was good. You never really saw them kind of die down and try and, you know, gather up some more oomph towards the end. They just kind of kept it straight. Whole entire whole entire game. So uh, kudos for them. They did indeed. Indeed. The uh, it was funny that you we were talking about kickoffs because uh, there were some uh, snafus during the uh, the kicks, Ross.
0: There was when I remember in particular, I think they were trying to kick a field goal and that one guy was supposed to, like his one job is to like
1: (laughs) catch the football and put the laces
0: out. Yeah. Uh, Ended up really fumbling that one. And that was, well, not literally fumbling it, but uh, had a bad case of the Butterfingers. Indeed. Were there other ones you were thinking
1: of? Nope. Well, there's a few. There's there's a couple that they missed. I thought, Mm. man, someone's going to get a little... Chewing of sorts,
0: a little shlacking. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: everybody look at him, point, stare, and curse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet there was some um, off-colored locker room talk that
0: day. Uh, probably
1: just a little bit, just a little, little teensy bit. I yeah, wonder if they still do. Uh, remember how? Remember back in the day? I don't know. If, maybe we we're watching the Disney Channel. Then we don't have the Disney Channel, so we don't want we don't see it anymore. But They used to uh, go up to the winner of the Super Bowl and go, hey, you just won the
0: Super Bowl. Where are you going now? What are you going to do next? What are you going to do next? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know if they still do that promotion or Mm. not. That is a a good question. That's a good pregunta. Bueno pregunta, Stinovich. Yeah, there you go.
1: Senor Espanol over here. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I I try and uh, work on it whenever I
1: can. Yeah, like um, last week. Exactly. (laughs) Yes, I have a fr- uh, pregunta. <laughs> like uh, another weto over here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, what else have you been up to? Steve? Um, well, us let's, let's have um, you been playing anything, watching
1: anything? I watched the movie uh, Thirty Three. I have not heard of that. I know you haven't. It was uh, a movie starring Antonio that is. Oh, I
0: like it already. So me gusta.
1: This movie was based uh actually on a on a real life event where uh these miners um how miners we- not yeah. miners uh where were they? Oh, good grief. I wasn't in Brazil. I got to find it out again. But anyway, they uh they were well mining. And <laughs> you don't say <laughs> And uh, the 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 miners were telling the corporation, "Look, you know this this we've been mining this hill to death, and uh, this mine is old and it's it's not safe, and yada yada yada." Mm. And uh, the corporation uh, just said, "You know, screw it, you know, keep on going, and everything's fine." And uh, sure enough, the miners were right, and they got trapped in there for like three months. Oh wow, a uh, long long time. So uh, what happened is their government actually really stepped up and uh, they were able to save everybody, basically. There were 33 yeah. dudes down there, and everybody lived. Jeez. And um, to actually get down to where they were, it took them, um, like, a very, very long... They were trapped in there for, like, the majority of the year. Uh you well, said three least, months, though, right? I, they, they, well, they, they were down there for... Yeah, it was about three months, um, but it took longer to actually drill down there, so they had to, like, get food and water and, and, and supplies down there to them so they can have them survive while well, they figured out how to actually get them out. So it took a lot longer than that. Um but anyway, um true life event and um who oh, it wasn't bad, Ross. Yeah, it nah. sounds like it's kind of intense. Let's see. Oh, and then I um I started watching uh what is it? Homeland? Homeland.
0: So are you are you starting like at season 1, brand spanking, Ross? Uh,
1: how long how, how far are you? I I'm just
0: two episodes in. So what is your initial impression?
1: I'm curious. I, um, I haven't made up my mind yet.
0: Um, it's
1: it, the story is definitely different. I mean, uh, there's uh, this military team who um, gets a POW back, and um, everyone thinks he's a, a hero uh, for coming back. He's been dead for like, assumed dead for five years, yeah. And uh, so he comes back, and everyone wants to. Um, you know, parade him around and say, you know, oh, zero, he's held out this long and, mm. da, da, and something's still not quite right about him. And people are like, oh, should we trust him or should we not trust him? You know, what should we do? And sure. so, uh, you know, the story is basically starting to unfold with that. I mean, it's interesting. It's, I'm, I'm curious. Um, It's got the dude, uh, I forgot his name, but he was Lieutenant Winters from um,
0: uh, Band of Brothers. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So. I forgot his, the actual actor's name, but. He's the redheaded guy. Yep. Yeah. By the way,
1: Band of Brothers. Hmm. This is so good. Oh, oh, this is so good. Yeah, it's, just, it's a work of art. That one, indeed. That, that was beautiful. That was another what Spielberg and uh and and Hanks. Hanks. Yeah, yeah, dynamic duo, mm-hmm. right there. Uh, so, other than that, I've been trying to uh, get a loot box from Overwatch every single day. And Total Mayhem is back, which is cool because it's just... it's. You've always liked Total, Total Chaos. Mayhem. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, especially playing Winston. I love playing Winston with Total Mayhem specifically. Mm. So that's been incredible. Plus, you get a lot more experience. You get almost twice as much experience. Do you know? Um But um, still anxiously awaiting Capture
0: the Flags return There. rush. Well, with the the new thing mm-hmm. that we're going to be talking about in just a nice. bit, I think you may just get your wish. Nice. So what about you, Rusty Poo? Well, let's see. I know we're going to talk about this a little bit later in the technology segment, but I had a very fun time watching the SpaceX launch on uh this past ah, Tuesday yeah did you uh, catch any of that or not
1: uh, I did not watch it no I just uh, was reading about uh how mr musk put his uh his roadster he on has there. quite
0: the strong musk indeed you know? <laughs> yeah it was it was super cool we'll talk more about that later but uh... the uh,
1: musk named Elon that's right <laughs> the essence <laughs> of musk <laughs> the musk <laughs> of Musk. <laughs> you know you must Elon your Musk. Okay. That's good, Russ.
0: Uh, we did also play some Overwatch, which was cool because we were getting more into that competitive mode. We got yes, a few yes. more of the green check marks as a result, which is great. I'm <coughs> curious to see what we're going to get as a result, like once we pass that part. Um, we won't get anything. Nothing we'll get some no competit- copper no silver well okay
1: well we, it'll give us a copper or silver but that's about it it'll give us some some competitive points to yeah. add to the
0: bank yeah uh but that's it russ well did they they didn't strip the whole ability to be able to like move, like make your way up the ranks right
1: uh, you could still go up the ranks but i mean it, you you have to go beyond those 10 matches yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That, that's just yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is just the uh, the initial placement, but then you can continue to make work your way in. Right, Russ. I, th- I think you get a little spray too. Oh, I, you know, I like sprays. Oh, I was also playing Dishonored Two. Made my way a little bit farther. The game is definitely ratcheting up in the difficulty department. So, um, ratcheting or hatcheting? Uh, <laughs> ratcheting. Total <laughs> ratcheting. <laughs> And other than that, I actually have, th- this is kind of funny. Um, I saw that the, I believe it's called Shadow of the Colossus game mm, came out. That's a yes, remaster for PS4. Yes. I have not bought the game, but I definitely want to get it. IGN gave it a 9.7 out of that 10. That they
1: did, Russ. That they did.
0: That is quite the review slash rating. And I never played the original. The original, I guess, came out for the PS2 way a back while in ago. the day. Yeah. Did you ever play it? Nope. Okay. Very foggy game, though, I've seen. Very, Very foggy?
1: Foggy, well, yes.
0: I think they actually removed a lot of the fog from the PS2 version because <laughs> yep. they kind of used that as... I, b- I believe they brought the sun out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it is no longer partly cloudy. But... <laughs> <laughs> the chance of showers... Yeah, it, I, I was looking at the the side-by-side comparisons and uh, they did just a, a terrific job. I mean, to me, that is what a remastered game should be. Is you look at it and it's, it's not just, oh, we just kind of up some textures and that sort of thing. It's like,
1: <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> up some textures, smell some lines, <laughs> put it back out there. 60 bucks, quick side coin. <laughs> but this one actually, I mean, you look at it and you're just, Really, I mean, you can't help but marvel at the visuals. You're just like, wow, this this looks like a PS4 title, even though it's based on this older game from the PS2 days. So, anyway, I thought it was worthy of mention because I uh, have checked out quite a bit of the uh, the trailers and and some of the the interviews they've done and that sort of thing. And so, I'm I will be purchasing that game. And um, I actually both big baby moose and our good old friend Brad have uh, played that game and uh, they speak very highly of it. Hmm. So, well Brad speaks highly of pretty much every game out there. Well, he's, probably because he
1: owns pretty much every game out there.
0: He's he he can be picky at times. There are certain games that did not meet his expectations, mm-hmm. but you know, he's he's a glass half full kind of guy, you know? Right, right. Mm-hmm. I say before we move any further, we should announce who the winner is for the round three of the SNES Classic Mini giveaway. Oh, Steve, who won? We've been uh, making them wait long enough Russell. So let's
1: do it. So, um, can I get a roll of the dice, please? Or a drum roll?
0: Or roll roll some, some I, kind I, I, of roll? I don't know. What, what do I have here? Why don't, why don't you, let me you, why don't you stop dropping roll? Uh, something like, uh, what does this one sound like? Let's see. There you go. Yeah, that sounds like a roll. Ah. Uh, I'm rolling in my chair. Right. Go, puk-a, 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 bow, bow. What? What? Who won, Steve? Hey, hurry
1: up! Okay, I was waiting for the beat to drop. Okay, <laughs> man, now you just totally ruined my timing. Okay, so um, we have Mike Heggs. Not not Mike Heggs, but Mike Heggs. Gotcha. Mike Heggs from uh, New York, 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 New York. At Michael Heggs Switzer Hanzo So, uh, thank you for listening, good sir And, uh, thank you for being part of the Joygasm family You won yourself a Super Nintendo Classic Mini Uh-oh. With the wireless controller And eh. the, uh, Super Duper Mega Cooper Super Power, uh, art catalog Production catalog And, uh um, Playing with
0: super power.
1: And this was the best one out of three, Russ. Like we've all been saying, this is the one I uh, lost sleep over and stood in the rain to get. Just for you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so what exactly does Mike need to do oh, in order to claim his Oh, you know what? Yeah, thank you for his reminding prize. me. I was, I was brought back to the time I was standing out there uh, making friends. So uh, anyway, Mr. Mike, what you want to do? is you want to send us a direct message over Twitter. To claim your prize, tell us your YouTube handle, and tell us where you want us to send the goods. Sounds like a plan to me. And let's hope uh, he's uh, still listening
0: to us so we don't have to uh, do this another three times. You know? Well, and the other thing, too, is I think we can give Mike a week to get back to us. I think that's generous enough. Mm. And... If Mike does not get back to us on Twitter uh, with the uh, YouTube handle that he has and everything so we can cross-reference it, then he is going to forfeit Mm. the prize and we will be forced to do another redraw. So that is a good disclaimer there, Russ. I'm full of those types of disclaimers. There's plenty of Twitter followers out there chomping at the bit. Indeed. Now, since we've gotten over that little chestnut... Oh, I do believe we need to uh, segue into some Overwatch League. Da 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 da.
1: Cheers, love. The cavalry's there. Cheers, Winston. Yes, sir. Justice reigns from above. Oh, my Junkrat primed and ready. Lucio coming at you. Before. Form up
0: on the payload. Move it out. Come out and face me.
1: I am ready
0: to revive you. Nice. you
1: Oh man. I wonder how many times uh, Hanzo, or the voice actor for Hanzo, had to do that. Like, uh, okay, we need to say, we need to just say that with more girth, more umph. Okay, here it is again. <laughs> no, no, no. Make it poppy this time, though. Okay, I want it to pop. Ugh. Can we please get him another glass of water? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: So let us take a little look see here at the Overwatch League. We are actually already into week five, which is pretty impressive. All things considered. I'll say it just seems like like just the other day we uh, got started on this. But um, seems like just the other week, just the other week. Exactly. Um, so one of the things that I think is most impressive is when I look at the standings, New York Excelsior has overtaken London Spitfire as the top dog with a eight wins, one loss standing. That's uh, that's pretty <clears> impressive. <throat> the top, the top woof. Yes. And Seoul <laughs> Dynasty, they're still hanging on in third place. So uh, they've dropped. Well, they haven't dropped. But I mean, everyone has
1: kind of come even with them, I should say.
0: Yeah. Now, and your Houston Outlaws, Steve. I was just about to say that. They, man, they're kind of flying under the radar. They are getting better and better. They're a fourth place. Do you remember what where they were last week? Uh, you know, I thought I took a screenshot of it, but
1: uh, I don't think I did, Rose Okay. Sorry.
0: <coughs> it's quite alright. I think that they have slowly but surely been making their way up the ranks. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it'll be very interesting to see what happens Indeed. next week because they may enter the, uh, the top right. three spots. You never know
1: speaking of uh standings um actually well this reminded me the other day i was i was walking to get some lunch uh outside the office and
0: uh <laughs> as opposed to inside the
1: office <laughs> and uh so i was waiting across the street and i saw some folks kind of wander around behind me and i'm always getting kind of paranoid because i'm always kind of paranoid like you know don't don't get, don't, don't get in my bubble so I kind of looked peeked out of the corner of my eye, and uh, the dude was wearing a uh, a Dallas fuel, like you're kidding, jersey kind of shirt. Yeah, so I looked at him, and he looked at me, and I gave him like a smile and a, a nod. And He gave me a smile, and i like, uh, yeah,
0: a little bit of a brotacular <laughs> moment.
1: Uh, then I was hungry, so I just crossed the street. I probably should have made some conversation with him, but you should have. I was hungry, Russ.
0: Man, that was a. That was a squandered opportunity right there, Steve. You should, I know. Uh, you I should know. have taken him out to lunch. Yeah. That would have been nice. My conscience hasn't let, him, let me uh, forgive myself for it. Well, my teams, the San Francisco Shock and the Dallas Fuel, are uh, pretty dismal in the standings. You know, the San Francisco <laughs> Shock is in ninth place. Dallas Fuel is in tenth place. Um, uh, although Dallas Fuel does have three wins under their belt. And actually now I'm looking at it. So San Francisco, mm. they both have three wins and seven losses. Uh, don't know what to make of that, but uh, we'll see how it goes as they uh, progress. Indeed. But good for you though. Houston outlaws, man. Mm. Now in other Overwatch news, and might as well just get into it while we uh, are chatting about this particular topic, they have year of the dog, which is official now. Mm. It has come out. Um, we were able to look at some of the, the skins. Apparently, they have some uh, some new sprays and some, uh, I think, some highlight intros, too, if I'm oh, not mistaken. Yeah, but I sure. have not seen them yet. Well,
1: Russ, soon to come. I see it in your near future. Oh, do you? I do.
0: Are there any skins that have uh, piqued your interest, ah. Either, whether it be from the new ah. cropping or from last year? I uh I hmm. yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't I, I like the the new Genji skin. Um not so much stuff from last year. Maybe maybe Mercy's, maybe Ma- uh, Bastion's. Okay. Maybe b- 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 b-
0: I did Bastion. get Bastion from last year. Did is that go, the one you're referring to? No, or is this a it
1: different one? No, it could be the one you, you got. And I'm not sure which
0: one you got, so I don't know. I got the one from
1: last year. Well, um, I thought you got the one from D.Va, but I don't remember. Because you
0: never played Bastion anymore. You never even select that costume, so I don't even know about Well, you know, perhaps from now until March 6th, I will update all of my characters to the Chinese New Year skins that I do possess. You know, it would be cool. I, I want them to uh to bring out
1: more like a, like voice stuff, um, like th- that they say normally. Not that you can choose, because of course you can choose more more lines to say. But sometimes they come out with other stuff relating to the skin you chose. Mm. I want more of that, Rose. I,
0: uh, I know. I know. I ask a lot, but that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to playing more. Actually, this weekend I hope to have some time to be able to play with. You get some more of that good old Overwatch playing. Uh,
1: oh, see, I was excited I had to bang my microphone.
0: I uh, I saw that. I realize uh, you, you temporarily lose uh, voluntary control of your appendages.
1: Oh, it's all that, that Capture the Flag thoughts, Ross.
0: I'm been pretty pumped. Time. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually really curious to check out the new map. Yeah. Hopefully it will be a memorable one. Yeah. I still don't understand why they don't just have the the capture the flag always be a part of their dashboard. They could easily fit that in, like just do a little redesign of the layout. Speaking of new map, um,
1: I was playing uh, Deathmatch the other day. Yeah. And they actually included Junkertown in Deathmatch. Actually, no, 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 no. What? It wasn't Junkertown. No, it was uh, Eikenwaldi. Eikenwald. Really? Yeah, we had a and it, it was the uh, the second like if you're pushing the payload, it was that second area. Yeah, yeah, all that was basically the the deathmatch area.
0: What will they think of next? I don't know. I know what I'm going to think of next. What's that, Rush? Gaming news. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog creator joins Square Enix. Oh snap! Yuji Naka, one of three creators on Sonic the Hedgehog, made a big announcement on his Twitter account. Just a quick note to let you know. I joined Square Enix in January. I'm joining game development as before and strive to develop games at Square Enix. I aim to develop an enjoyable game. Please look forward to it, end quote. Other games he's worked on include Alex Kidd in Miracle World, the Fantasy Star series, Choo Choo Rocket, one of my personal faves, and Nights into Dreams. Another one of your personal faves. I'm a little little surprised by that. You know, it's just just him being one of those... uh, Almost the OGs of the uh, Sega Genesis world. It's pretty cool. Hope to see what happens. I'm very curious to see like what he's able to come up with with uh, the talented folks at Square Enix. The Xbox Game Pass now supports 100 games for $10 a month which equals to about two game purchases a year, subscribers will have access to every first-party title for Xbox. That's a pretty big deal. There's a lot. It's quite a bit, Ross. You know, I have quite a few of the first-party titles, but I will be the first to admit I do not own all of them. And I think I may have to just uh, plunk down the $10 a month. I think this is a, a really great opportunity, especially for certain titles like Sea of Thieves that are coming out that sort of thing Interesting to see also for the Xbox One there's a new dashboard update that's been announced Microsoft has announced the next Xbox One dashboard and it includes a do not disturb mode additional functionality for the guide and more inactivity shutdown options the update will add the next achievement functionality to the guide, which makes it faster and easier to monitor the closest achievements across all owned games. Filters to sort between the closest, most common, most common rare, most rare, and highest gamer score rewarded will be available. Also added to the guide are mini game hubs, which will allow players to access extra content, looking for group, and see what friends are up to without leaving their own games. For players that want to fly under the radar or just need to unwind alone for a while, a Do Not Disturb Online status will be added, which will suppress notifications. Hmm. I don't know. I, th- I, I kind of like my notifications, though. I could see it both ways. Also included in the update are changes to make it easier to see comments on community posts, as well as an inactivity shutdown option for two, three, four and five hours, which will be added to the already existing one and six hour options. So quite a few things going on here, and I'm still waiting personally with bated breath for the uh, updated Xbox avatars. I want my avatars back. I want that sense of community. I thought that was gonna come sooner than later, but apparently I'm wrong. It got pushed back by uh, a little bit. Indeed. Uh, Now, this is a little bit of a bummer here. But gigantic shutting down in July gets final update. Did I ever show you Gigantic? I think you asked me that like the episode before last, and uh, no. It was a free-to-play first-party title that Microsoft did, and it's the premise of it is actually it, it has kind of an original take on things, but they, for, for whatever reason they just couldn't find that that hook, that secret sauce that gets people coming back for more. And it seems to have caught up with them because Gigantic is shutting down July 31st. And the January content update will be the game's last. (coughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Today it was announced the game's (laughs) servers will go (laughs) offline at the end of July. Until then, all heroes will be free as purchases of rubies and hero packs have been disabled. Players will still be awarded in-game currency and shop items will be available at discounted prices until the servers go offline. For me when I was playing that game the production values were actually AAA across the board. I loved all the character designs, the art direction of the game, the animations. I just I think that there was just something about the game mode and game types that just it it didn't make it feel complete enough. Like I it didn't I don't know, allure me in, in a way that that would compel me to come back, and keep playing over and over. Like I actually went back to the game for the first time in months to like, I would say like two or three weeks ago. I actually just put it back in again, just real quick. And again, I, I liked what I saw, but it just, it always felt to me as kind of like a game demo and not a full fledged title. So anyway, anyway, no. Moving on to Anthem. Now, I know this is a game that both Steve and I are very, uh, very, 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 very excited for. It's been delayed until early t- 2019. And as far as I'm concerned, that is, that you know, they, they can take as much time as they want. But I think, I think both EA and BioWare are feeling the pressure for delivering a game that's going to be awesome. I think it's it's on multiple fronts. One is just, I don't think that they realized how much of a fan reaction they would have had from this past E3. And clearly, they just hit a grand slam because everybody wants to see what Anthem is going to be like. But I also think, too, both EA and BioWare are, are still reeling from um, kind of the, the failure of the latest Mass Effect game with Andromeda. Um, and EA, too, even with Star Wars Battlefront, you know, I, I was... Looking in the news, and they actually missed their their financial markings with that mm-hmm. title too. They were expecting to, to make ten million dollars off it, and they made nine million. So it's a it's a bit. Uh, actually, you know what? I don't know if it was nine million dollars or nine million units. I think it was nine million units. I yeah. think because what I read was that they they were really off the mark, and they even brought back the loot boxes to try and generate some more income because they're way off. Yeah, that, yeah. I think I think you're right. So any, any comments on the Anthem delay? Um, I don't want them to bring, I, I hope they do not make us wait this
1: long. I think it's going to be just as good as we all hope it's going to be. And then they could stab us with microtransactions <laughs> I, at the last minute. Like, okay, we made you wait. Isn't it awesome? Yes. Oh, by the way, microtransactions.
0: I know. I, I'm, I'm really hoping that they're not going to make the same mistake, but you never know. One can only hope, Ross. And finally, also Red Dead Redemption 2 has been delayed. It's been pushed back from its initial spring release frame. But the good news is, is that it actually has like an official like release date. Not just a time frame, but a date. October 26th of this year is now the final release date. As so You might remember, Russ, a couple episodes ago.
1: I was really looking forward to it. We were talking about the games that we were looking forward to coming out this year. Mm-hmm. That announcement was uh, big for me. It was It was big for mm-hmm. me, too. Very, very big. And they did release a, a couple of more screenshots, too, by the
0: way. <sighs> I am very much looking forward to that it game. looks good. Red Dead Redemption is one of my all-time favorite games. It was just... It was so flawless. Oh, yeah. Games... Uh, and story was incredible, too. Oh, the story was incredible. The character that you played was awesome. Just the the relationships that you created and, and had falling outs with and that sort of thing. Even something as simple as just, I love being able to like lasso somebody and drag them behind your horse. And they're like, Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. I, uh, I remember speaking to a buddy of mine about it uh, after I had
1: completed the game and they said, Oh, well at the end of the game, you just do this. I'm like, uh, 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 there's a little <laughs> bit extra at the end. And they go, what really? And I go, yeah. And uh, so I went over to his house and uh, he had to, you know, put his kids to bed and, and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, so I said, yeah, you know, the kiddos can't see what happens at the end of the game. Like, right. You know, it's not not suitable. So then he plays it and, he goes, and he's just looking at me like wide-eyed going, I can't believe I, I, I it's been this long. I mean, he had the game for quite a few months and yeah. thought that was the end and what, what was happening. And and uh, so then he saw that and he goes, that was amazing. Yeah. That was like, that was
0: Crazy good. That was stupid good. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad he went back and (laughs) he finished it properly. Yeah. All right. We got some movie news here. It's actually going to be a little quick here. This week, we had four pretty interesting trailers drop, and um, I just figured it'd be fun to go down each one. First of all, Deadpool 2. Mm -hmm. What'd
1: you think of the trailer? Uh, very Deadpool fashion, which is good. Uh-huh. Uh, just like it was, uh, just like the teasers we've been seeing so far and just like the Deadpool one trailer. Um, so looking good. I was wondering what they were going to do with cable and Dude, uh, cable
0: looks legit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm really curious about this story.
0: Domino's in there too. I don't know. She was really yeah. briefly shown, but you know, she, she is in there. Um, and I also I just love the how once again just the whole Deadpool thing of showing Cable's green screen arm it was not green screen but he's wearing the thing that's basically for comping out for the CG arm and I loved how they made that like, like yeah. the, the cornerstone of the whole trailer like it just fits Deadpool so well
1: and they <laughs> even in the beginning when they were talking about the mustache and everything with like oh a my staff gosh to DC. that was so good that was
0: brilliant um,
1: but I like how Cable. I remember watching X-Men cartoon back in the day And they always used to make his eye flash Like yeah, And this make this weird kind of sound with it I'm glad they, they really kind of focused on his eye a
0: bit Yeah uh, The second film that was uh, teased Was the Han Solo Star Wars story trailer What did you think of that one?
1: It looked like a more a hip Star Wars. Uh, I know it's going to be separate than the, the, the usual saga, so I might give it a pass for its playfulness. Yeah. But um, it, it looks interesting. I, just, I Again, I don't want them to be too playful with it. They can have fun, but I don't want them to have, I don't want them to poke too much fun at themselves and make it stupid funny. Yeah. Know? I mean, a lot of these characters are beloved and they want to see them look good and honored. And that's what I'm hoping they continue to do with the film
0: yeah I thought when I when I watched the movie not the movie but the the movie trailer I think that the vistas that they have are like phenomenal like yeah. I loved all of the the the, the background plates I loved um, seeing more of the the Galactic Empire and more of its kind of like quasi earlier state of things. I thought that the actor who is playing Lando looks just like a younger Lando. Yeah, I'm I looking forward awesome. to seeing Lando in there. The, my main concern is the actor who plays Han Solo. Right. Like, he kind of looks like Harrison Ford, but the biggest thing for me is his voice is so not like Harrison right. Ford. And Harrison Ford has just that nice... Gruff, kind of masculine. Yeah, like that bass tone. Marvel Man kind of. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so it's... I don't know. Like, that, that. that is the one concern I have. But everything else I saw I was like, okay, well, I mean, at, at least from a marketing standpoint, I've... Peak, you know, I've got my interest peaked. I'll, I'll just say it, you know, that way. But now the third film that came out uh, with a with a trailer, Venom. We finally got to see a teaser trailer for Venom. What would you think of that one? That one gave me goosebumps. Uh, I think that the trailer was very well put together,
1: very well done. Uh, with Tom Hardy's speaking about all these things, and the last little bit of it's like you know your inner demons or something like that. You know, I'm glad they didn't show too much. Yeah. of the movie, I think so. Trailers should give you a taste. They shouldn't give you a huge entire gulp or a half, you know, half the bottle. They need to give you a taste, so you're like, "Hmm, I want some more." Right? You know. Um, so, I did like the trailer. I did post up these trailers, by the way, on uh, our Facebook page, Rose. Just so you know. Excellent work, Steven. I do. Uh- but uh, yeah, you know, I could uh, I could watch that one. I've watched it a few times, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's
0: going to be a good year. Everything I've seen from that, whether it's just a headline or pictures, I even saw the movie poster. I don't know if you saw the, the teaser trailer uh, poster that that they released around the same time or not. I know they had one out. I forgot. If I've, uh, hmm. It's real simple. Yeah. It's just a black poster, but it has like the the venom eyes that are yeah. kind of yeah. Like yeah. being uh, emerged through the darkness. I really did love the, the trailer as well. I, I loved how they didn't actually show anything that's like venom related, but they just, they just focused on Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy is just such a terrific actor. And I just, just him like, like writhing and, and, and like shaking uncontrollably at the end of the trailer. that's, yeah, all, that was that's all I needed. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm on, I'm, yeah. I'm totally on board. This is great. It's funny. Uh, when you, there's a lot of like right over the shoulder
1: shots of Tom Hardy. Right. And it's funny, like Tom Hardy has like a signature walk. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, I noticed it with him more than I noticed it with everybody else. But uh, right when I saw him walk, I'm like, yep, Tom Hardy. And then he like he turns around, like, Ah-ha!
0: He really is more of a uh, method character actor. Than I, I gave him credit for earlier in his career. Like, like just if you think of the different characters he's played, whether it's in Dunkirk or he's playing Bane and Batman, or um, even the one that I haven't seen yet, but he plays um, I always forget the name, but it's like he plays that wrestler or boxer or something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but very, very different. Also, when he's in Inception, oh, yeah, he plays a different character there as well. I think that was the first time I, I saw him. I think so for yeah, me yeah. too. Now, the fourth film that got a uh, teaser trailer this week was Mission Impossible Fallout. I for one, man, I I'm interested in seeing it. I mean, like, the whole trailer was so well put together and edited. I I know you and I talked a little bit about how they may have almost shown too much. Right. However, I'm sold. I, I've and personally, I've been a big fan of the Mission Impossible movies that have come out like like this whole kind of reboot that they've done after I think it was like after Mission Impossible 3 like when they started going down this this new direction especially with uh, Bad Robot at the helm I, I I've really liked it a lot it's been a nice kind of um trade-off from James Bond you know how Daniel Craig's been doing like his James Bond shtick right and that's been most of those movies have been really well done as well but the Mission Impossible series has always been kind of like the, well, this is a different take on like yeah. espionage spy thriller type stuff.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, we haven't had a Mission Impossible in, in a little while. Um, definitely want to see it on IMAX. There's a lot of IMAX-y. Oh yeah. You know, viewpoints and scenes and whatnot. Um, but I hope they don't, um, what happened before with it was they were bringing out too many Mission Impossibles. And it was mm. like okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, Ethan Hawk yeah, yeah, or yeah. No, not Ethan Hawk, but I mean Ethan uh and you know it is um, Ethan Hunt. Hunt, thank you. Hawk. <laughs> so um
0: A Hawk likes to <laughs> hunt. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey. Parallels. Yeah. So it, it was the same kind of thing yeah. again and again and again and again. So this they had to kinda of up the ante, but I hope it's it's still a good story with all the good action. So does Tom Cruise even age? That is a very good question because
0: God, it, he, man, he really just looks fabulous.
1: You can't even tell if he's, if he's even had plastic surgery.
0: I, I know, like you, you like, can't it, even tell if he even had like colors his hair. I saw him in American Made recently when I was on the flight, and once again, I'm looking. I'm like, I mean, like he, you could tell. Okay, yeah, he he does look a little older than like his Top Gun days, obviously. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's like that dude ages. So gracefully, I don't really know of that many people in Hollywood who are able to continue, you know, keeping up their their physical appearance the way he does. Without, I mean, not looking like he got plastic surgery. Well, and I don't even know if he's if he's had plastic. Yeah. surgery. Yeah, but I mean, like if you think
1: about like Sylvester Stallone, he's dude's still like ripped, and that for dude has age, had a
0: lot of plastic surgery, but you can
1: tell in his face he has. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I. The dude's totally... I mean, you can't build muscle from plastic. I mean, that's that's all gained by yourself. Yeah.
0: yeah. So. Well, the one story that we do have regarding technology is uh, something that we mentioned a little bit earlier in the program, which is the fact that SpaceX had a big launch where they launched, I believe, if I read it correctly, it was like the, the largest launch ever. And um, several notes of interest regarding this one is that um they actually had a tesla car in the rocket ship roadster russ yeah and like they had it was kind of fun they had like this little dummy that was in an astronaut suit that was like sitting in the driver's seat and that sort of thing that was uh elon's personal tesla roadster by the way oh that's right thank you steve now what's interesting about it is that on the one hand, it's like, yeah, it's obviously a marketing ploy to like get more people to buy Teslas. Of course, I, why not? Uh, However, on the more um, engineering side of things, they wanted to have um, a certain type of weight that the rocket would have, and then test to see how it would do, because the, the end game is to actually have um, rocket ships be able to, to commercially send people to Mars. And so they were, they were thinking, okay, based on the, the d- dimensions of the spacecraft, what is that going to be like? You know, you know how, how much weight do we need to have in order for that to, to actually work when you combine all the fuel and everything else? So they had these multiple tests going where, for, for, first of all, the booster rockets on the sides. Typically, in the past, when NASA would, like, launch a, a space shuttle into outer space, the booster rockets would then detach and then I guess just kind of fall back to the planet. I don't know if if, if they had parachutes that they were able to just reclaim no. it or. Yeah. I'm honestly I don't know like what their protocol is for that.
1: Yeah, they they have some sort of a uh, controlled fall system so that that you know they don't just create this thing and then it falls you know 200 miles an hour down some place on the planet you know hoping not to kill anybody.
0: Yeah, I'm. <laughs> not, I'm not sure. What's that? I don't know if like they had some sort of <laughs> protocol for like it like like separating into multiple smaller pieces and it just gets burned up by the Earth's atmosphere, or if they have parachutes that like help it to go down. But anyway, the really cool thing about SpaceX is that um, they actually had them able to land. Like you watch in real time on these video uh, cameras, where like you see the boosters come down together and they actually land on like, there, there's like this one launch pad crosshair looking thing, target thing, and you see them, both boosters after they've been detached are able to, to guide themselves back down and exactly simultaneously land together right next to each other. You see like the like the landing feet kind of come out. That was super cool. Yeah. Just, just, just the precision of that whole thing was like really, really cool. Now they did have a I believe they had a failure with the the main rocket coming back down because they they were planning on having it land on another launch receiving pad that was out in the ocean and I think it missed it I think that they, they still have to do some some work on that however the the part that has the car is actually on its way over to Mars like they're doing some sort yeah. of trajectory test of some sort. I, I don't know all the details about it, but it was cool. It was cool to see this thing happen live, and it just, I don't know, like like you and I were not born when um, NASA was in its heyday back when they were sending people up to the moon, and it was just much more of this huge spectacle of where you see, like, the, the space shuttle um, Challenger or whatever go up there. And so it's cool to see how, like, it's it's progressed from it being a, a an exclusive NASA thing to now it's like in the hands of these these tech giants like, you know, uh, Elon Musk or even I think um, Bezos is, is starting to get in on it too. I think he's starting to do a, a program of sorts. So there is kind of a race going on. I know Virgin is also kind yeah, of been doing for interested a while. in that sort of thing as well. Of course, but-
1: Virgin's making like their, their hyper train too.
0: Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of tinkering going on with just transport. It's is it's, it's a very interesting thing. So anyway, we haven't had a, a a technology story in a little while, and I thought, man, what a great opportunity! Once again, like this week, we've had a lot of stuff that we want to cover. They uh, when they were
1: testing the rocket, I think they they were flying it around at nighttime, uh, around California, Sacramento area or mm. something. I remember seeing the pictures of people going, "What is that?" And there was some <laughs> like interesting kind of vapor trail that was around that kind of looked like an arrowhead.
0: I remember seeing a mm. picture of that. <clears throat> it would have been nice to have uh, seen that in person. Mm. We, we, we don't see a whole lot of that out here. No, we don't. We see a whole lot of hail, though. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> All right, let's get on to the uh, topic of the Chisel <laughs> Topic of the day is the Super Bowl ads and Steve and I have always been a big fan of ads that run during the Super Bowl. It's one of the things we look forward to. Normally we hate commercials but like all good loyal Americans we always look forward. It's like the one day in the entire calendar year where everybody actually looks forward to the commercials.
1: Actually I um I do like commercials. I just like creative commercials. I don't mind watching commercials if uh, if they do what they're supposed to do, and a lot of them don't, Russ. Mm. A lot of them do not. Actually, a lot of them are very annoying. A lot of them are very annoying, and they and they they speak to you as if you're stupid. That's why they're a little bit louder. A lot of patronizing. Yes, indeed, and that's uh, also why the the TV. Some TVs will actually turn up the volume, like the source level volume of the commercials, and so your show when it comes back on will be softer. But when the commercials come back on. And some TVs I even mean, actually like put features in them so when the commercials come on, they'll like readjust themselves to play lower. Oh, but sure. I, I I do uh love commercials altogether, but Super Bowl, I mean, they invest millions more. Oh my goodness. Since so many people are tuning in.
0: There was one commercial that did not get aired. I don't know if you noticed that or not, but there was a moment where like it was just black screen oh, like, thirty seconds. I'm thinking, yeah. Oh, someone is getting yeah. very upset right now. Yeah. They're going to be asking for their money back. Yeah, that was, that was
1: spent. And uh, that money, I mean, there, there's no dead time yeah. whatsoever. I mean, let alone any football game, but the Super Bowl, all eyes watching, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe that. Those commercials are about $5 million for 30 seconds.
0: Oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the exact numbers, but yeah, they, they always make a killing when it comes to that. So in terms of the overall batch of commercials this year, uh, did you like it? Did you not like it? I thought that they were uh, a bit on the
1: conservative side, which can be good. It can be not good. Usually, if you do if you if you let go of the reins a bit, they have a little more freedom and they're more funny. Uh, but get, sometimes with too much rain, they end up being raunchy or yeah. saying the wrong message. So you you have to it, it gauge it in a way. There's definitely um, a back and forth kind of tug of war with that each yeah, year. Yeah. Um, and yeah, when there was a back and forth, some people would go, like, you know, why did I just, you know, I'm watching this with my kid? You know, the kid's only five years old now, I'm watching him, you know. and it, Put a condom on a cucumber. What's Exactly. What the heck? Or, you know, it's a bunch of, you know, horses farting in people's faces. You know, it's like, like come on, you know. Yeah. Uh, but this was, was definitely very clean and it was funny, but it was just like chuckle funny. Yeah, not not and not definitely not bad, but uh, not as funny as, as I think they could be.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I agree. I think that they could have gone just a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, not by much, but just a little bit more like like just trying to find a, a sweet spot that would make it great. But,
1: you know, um, speaking of the commercials and the trailers, uh, they did have another Avengers trailer.
0: They did. I'm glad that you said that. I actually forgot to put that in the movie notes. I apologize. But at the same time, Russ, I thought that that trailer wasn't as exciting as the other trailers. I got goosebumps when I saw the Avengers trailer just because I'm like super excited for that right. film. And the, the the stuff that they did show, I was like,
1: ooh, 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 But they didn't seem to show anything new. Um, it was just kind of a rehashed version of what's already out. Um, well, no,
0: all those scenes were new. Like, no one's seen any
1: of that stuff. Yeah, I felt like, I don't know. It, to me, it felt like I had already seen all that. And at first, when the trailer came on, I thought, ooh, Avengers, here we go, a whole new trailer. You know, um,
0: and I think they rushed it a bit. I, I didn't think it was nearly as good as the initial it was. A, it was a TV spot. I, I think well, when they actually have, like, the official trailer come out, mm. you're going to see a whole lot more. But typically, the, the especially the Super Bowl spots, they just blitzkrieg right. your eyeballs and... Yeah, you know, you're, you're it's half the time. You're like, was that the Avengers? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Was that Iron Man? I think that was one of the coolest things about the commercials this year was just each one of the movie trailers that we saw were like great trailers like for like just these movies that we're all very interested and excited about. I think that that certainly helped lift the overall batch of commercials for the uh, this year's Super Bowl. I would say when it comes to my favorites, I th- uh, first and foremost, I think the Tide ad campaign, hands down, was the best. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. Um,
1: saying that, that, you know, at first you're like, oh man, the guy's from Stranger Things, mm-hmm. uh, which is totally cool. They chose him, uh, by the way. He was perfect he, for it. He, dude, he totally sold it too. Yeah, he totally did. Um, and he's the, he, I don't want to sound mean, but. I, typically you would not think of him as being a celebrity to sell something. Right. But he was the perfect celebrity to be in there. You know, he wasn't trying to, the way the the commercial was scripted, he wasn't like he was trying to sell his celebrity status for the product, you know? Um, He was just being himself, and I don't know. It was just a very uh, lighthearted, funny, creative, you know, clean commercial, you know, and and it said- It was clever. It was clever, and plus it stuck in your mind too, which is the main point of the commercial is um, if you keep on hearing Tide Pod, Tide Pod, Tide Pod, you're going to think when you're in the store and you need some detergent or whatever, you're going to think Tide. So, I mean, it did its job and both It totally did its job.
0: And what's fun too is uh, just the approach that they did where they- recreated so many of the trending styles for commercials these right. days and how like they set it up in such a way where you're expecting it to be yeah i don't know like a beer commercial or whatever it is and then he pops in and just and just kind of like not ruins it but just goes oh tight ad and like he put like yeah. points and everything and just it's amazing how they were able to penetrate a huge variety of of different commercials that we were used to seeing as a result of the actors in those commercials that are wearing very like, you know, clean, yeah. brightly colored Neon, outfits yeah. and stuff <laughs> yeah. and how it's like, yeah, no, that's tied, yeah, yeah. tied. Yeah. And in fact, even when I, when I got to work, everyone is walking around and they're just saying tied. Yeah. You know, it's just a fun thing. Um, and, it, and like, you know what, what we were talking about, it's a clean commercial. There was nothing offensive about it or yeah. anything. Uh, I mean, it was just, oh man, all in all just great. And, you know they started out with like the one big kind of uh, montage of different commercials they were making fun of but then like throughout the Super Bowl there would be a commercial that you'd swear would be for something else and then he'd pop his head back in and go oh tight dad yeah <laughs> <laughs> So well, that that was super cool. The I think the close
1: second would have to be the uh, the Doritos. Yes. Um absolutely. M- not so much that it was a, a great ad but just the fact that it stuck out in your mind. I mean, I, I had to think about, it. was it Cheetos or Doritos? You know, <laughs> but I, I'm seeing uh, that the actor going, how many would have to in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my eyes are glued to the screen in a new year's word too. And I could not deviate <laughs> any, Like I couldn't like get a drink or You're anything. I could, by yeah, it. I was glued. Uh, So in a way, I mean, the commercial did its job there. I mean, because you couldn't look at anything else. You're
0: absolutely <laughs> he- guy's
1: face like right in front of the TV screen.
0: It's it's like one of those like like crazy ideas that someone has at like the the concept ideation table. We're like, I got this great idea. We take Peter Dinklage, yeah, and he channels Busta Rhymes, yeah, throughout the whole thing, and it's just everything is on fire. Like everything's catching fire, and that's it because it's spicy. And, like just that simple idea it just works i mean I, just just to your point i mean i was totally just like my eyeballs are glued to the screen the whole time i will say i think the morgan freeman bit of it was weaker it didn't it True. didn't like just grab me, my, me by the collar and not let go like it was much more like oh it's morgan freeman and yeah you know, oh, okay it's kind of you know he he's got uh missy elliott's voice and right. stuff and it's like okay but Yeah, the the first part of that, man, I was just absolutely just mesmerized by what was going on. But I mean, I think that's part of the talent of Buster Rhymes' music anyway. Like like all of his songs, the way he raps, I mean, you're just, you you just get sucked in. So um, another commercial I thought was interesting was the, I believe it was the Dodge Ram truck commercial, but they had um, a a segment from um, Martin Luther King. If you recall, he was... Um, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, It wasn't the I have a dream speech. It was a different one. I was conflicted because on the one hand, I've never heard that particular speech from Martin Luther King. So I was very tuned in. I was very interested to hear it. And, and what a great speaker. Oh, of course. However, I felt conflicted because they were using it to sell trucks. And I'm like, that's kind of cheapening like who Martin, Dr. Martin Luther King was. Yeah. So I, I don't know if you feel the same way or not, but I think, well, I I
1: thought the ad was, you had to watch, you you had to take it for what it was at the time, because afterwards I didn't didn't even think about the, the Dodge Mm -hmm. ad, to be honest, I remember it once you've said it, but if you were looking at the TV that at that point and you know, the commotion from all everybody's rowdiness and you know, drinking beers and eating chips and dip and quack. Um, and you pay attention. You're like, wow, you know, that was very passionate. You know, very, very good commercial. And then the rest of the commercials would have come on and including the last one with the Doritos. And then that, the Dodge yeah. one would have been, you know, right out of your mind. And I think that many of the ads had, were doing that. Um, I, you know, one ad I didn't see, maybe they showed it before. Um, or when I stepped away was there's typically a Budweiser ad with the Clydesdales. Yes. I didn't see that ad.
0: I don't think they really had one. I know that there was an advertisement for The Voice show. Right. And in there, they had a Clydesdale. Right. But yeah, no, they didn't have, you know, now that I think about it, I don't really recall there being as much of an aggressive presence for Budweiser. Like they had like the Bud Knight. Yeah. Which honestly, I didn't think was that that good. That was so, so, it kind of. I
1: saw that before the Super Bowl. It's kind of lame. Like, why would you bring it out? It's a Super Bowl ad. Why would you bring it up before the
0: Super Bowl? But even the
1: ad itself, I'm like, "Mm." yeah, it was a stretch. Yeah, uh, it was definitely
0: pointing towards uh, mobile strategy games, and yeah, you know, finding it is what it is. I did think it was fun for um, that one company that that brings in avocados from Mexico. That was a fun one where they're in that little bubble and everything is yeah. like all good to go. But then they, the, the the people realize that the chips are on the outside of the bubble, and so all chaos ensues, and there's nothing but anarchy in there, and that, that was a fun one. I think that was okay, but
1: the Wi-Fi bit at the end would really set it off. Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, that's where the real pandemonium would come in. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I was thinking one, one, uh, one segment that was absent from this Super Bowl that was pretty prevalent in the Super Bowl before was uh, was any kind of new car commercial.
0: They had certain car commercials, but it, it you could tell that uh, there were... There wasn't the same level of budget yeah. allocated for, for what we've seen in the past. In the past, I mean, you see oh, no. like a half dozen truck commercials at least. Yeah, Each oh, one's sure. trying to out-tough the last one. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: I remember a lot. La- uh, I think it was the I No, maybe it wasn't last year. Maybe it was the year before. But Nissan had a commercial that was out. It reminded me a lot of you, actually, because uh, it showed this uh, young father. Um, at, and uh, the stages of fatherhood. Like, you know, you get married and everything's great, you know, money you know, troubles and you have a mm-hmm. kid. And so he's going back and forth and dad's a race car driver, of course. And, and, uh, so he's driving all these different Nissans throughout his, uh, his life. And then, you know, he's old and has and his kids growing up. Uh, but you see him driving the skyline and the skyline G, I mean, the commercial is so well done. It gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Um, and then you see the Maxim at the very end when his, he's picking up his kid from college. So, um,
0: anyway, I think I vaguely remember that. Yeah, no, incredible commercial. But are there any other commercials from uh, this past Super Bowl that caught your attention?
1: That's the thing. I mean, a lot of them were too lighthearted to remember, not, yeah. not not bold enough. And so I don't remember a whole lot. I mean, we I remember Keanu Reeves and I thought, whoa, Keanu. I mm-hmm. mean, Keanu Reeves is in a commercial. I don't usually see him in a commercial, you know, and, and uh, he was he's just acting like Keanu, you know. Uh but then i i i think it was like a the square um, square space square space or something like that and i don't you know i mean okay yeah. <laughs> beyond that there was the they showed the crocodile uh, dundee tourist australia that was okay they showed it so often that i remembered yeah. it but um and in a way it kind of cheapened the movie
0: because of that um so yeah mm. yeah i am curious to to see that movie cuz i think it has potential to be pretty funny uh, but yeah, I, I feel like like they they showed that commercial a little too much because it just kind of oh there it is again kind of thing. They had the Eminem commercial with Danny DeVito. That one was eh, it was okay. It was uh just kind of predictable, I felt like. Same with the Skittles. Yeah, the Skittle Skittles one was like your your standard Super Bowl style commercial. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Yeah.
1: there were I mean there was a lot more it just wasn't memorable you know
0: yeah again i think the tide ad definitely did it the doritos was good the the movie trailers like i said those those were all great to watch so
1: oh you know what there was the jack in the box ad Oh, that was, oh no, my Jack gosh. Jack in the Box yeah. usually just hits it out of the park every single time. So it was him, and, and was that Martha, Martha Stewart? Stewart? Yeah, that was pretty good. And, you know, she rips off his nose accidentally, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was pretty funny.
0: That was really good. Okay, honorable mention to Jack in the Box. Right. Because, yeah, that that was, oh, that was really good. That was really good. I would say Ty Dad, Doritos, and then right underneath that is Jack in the Box right. for the top three. Right. Right. There had, may, there may be other ones that we're we're just not thinking of, but honestly, I'm I'm. Oh,
1: you know what else? That, speaking of beers, they had the what was that? Chris Pratt commercial with the with the, Michelob. Yeah, it was right. That one was okay. It was all right. It was all right. Is is eh, Yeah. And then you had the uh, the Jeep commercial with um
0: um. Uh, Jeff Goldblum.
1: I um, I'm Jeff Goldblum. Yes, of course. And um I yes I'm going to drive the Jeep. Um, Clearly
0: a. Uh, a one two punch for both Jeep Cherokee as well as yeah. uh, upcoming
1: Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. Then you had the uh, Wendy's commercial kind of ripping on McDonald's, but that was. Uh, that
0: one went by too quickly. Like yeah. you had to really study it in order to not understand what's going on. But they, I mean, if you actually read it, then yeah. it was like, whoa, they kind of burned McDonald's there yeah. pretty badly. Charred them. Charred Char- them. Broiled. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do believe. That about wraps it up for this particular episode. Be sure to check out patreon.com slash joygasm and subscribe to get the most out of the show. Also, you can follow us on social media and YouTube. Just do a search for Joygasm TV. In addition to iTunes and Android, you can listen to our podcast on TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and SoundCloud.com slash joygasm TV. Last but certainly not least, search joygasm TV on Twitch to see us stream our gaming adventures live every Wednesday night. At 9:30 p.m. Central Time, and most of the time we are playing Overwatch, but we will play other games as well. And it's just—it's always fun. And plus, Steve and I always get giddy whenever uh, we get the opportunity to say hello to some of you lovely listeners
1: out there. So, and don't forget to mention us too. Our uh, uh, in, the, in the chat portion,
0: we want to see you guys. Oh,
1: absolutely. Indeed.
0: Well, until next time, everybody. Happy gaming, Au revoir. <laughs>